0: Here they come!
1: Hello, and welcome to episode 111 of Effectively Speaking, the podcast that takes a look at some of the special effects sequences of film and television, be they classic, average, or duff. I'm your host, Eric Moore, and today I'm joined by Wade Burton to discuss the first flight of the Millennium Falcon in Star Wars The Force Awakens. Come on, come on! Switch over. we don't have a burnout. Uh, This episode is dedicated to the memory of Peter Mayhew, um, who passed away yesterday. I learnt of it from today's co-host, Wade Burton, didn't I, Wade?
0: I'm I'm sorry to be bearer of such bad news. I forgot about the time difference, mate. I assumed uh, uh, everyone was uh, on the same uh, international uh, grieving cycle, but
1: yeah, yeah, R.I.P. Chewy. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 not like my wife. My wife the first thing she does when she gets up in the morning is turn her phone on and start looking at the news and stuff like that. But I got up, came downstairs, made myself a coffee, got my Weetabix, turned the computer on, sat down, always check messenger. There's a message from you saying about, you know, confirming the uh the time difference for today's recording and it's a shame about Peter. <laughs> it's like, Oh crap, what well, a good, good way to start the day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. Um, oh, well. So 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 it's kind of like strange today because we're recording and, and we're talking about Chewbacca's ship, yep. um, a, d- a day after he died, and also today, of course, is May the fourth, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's um, it, gosh. I mean, it, there was such an an outpouring of of emotion about about the passing. I think most people equated it to the to the death of Chewie. Like that's almost how it's mm. been reported in the mainstream media over here. And, and if that had happened on May the fourth, like. Oh gosh, it'd be it'd be madness, but um, yeah, I mean, so it was it was so synonymous with the character and 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 brought so much to the character, like um, uh, the the, the head tilts, the the eyes, the you know, yeah. the, this, he, he, you know, it wasn't just a big fella wearing a suit. He 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 was he was an a brilliant actor and um mm. will be sadly missed.
1: And and what was very gratifying to see yesterday all over social media, everybody. Without exception, said what a gentleman he was, what a yeah. kind man, and you know he was a great uh, fan of the fans. Um, always had time for the fans. You know he was a great supporter of the five hundred and first. Yeah, and uh, you know he he was a lovely man. Did you ever meet him?
0: I, I didn't meet him. I, the only time I saw him in real life was um, at. The, uh, I was lucky enough to go to Celebration Anaheim when they had the big Force Awakens trailer reveal, and I was in the uh, I was in the auditorium when when uh, him and Mark Hamill came out, and he was using Mark Hamill as as a walking stick. It was just beautiful because he'd had a hip replacement not long before then, and um, yeah, so I I didn't get to meet him, but um I believe you did.
1: Yes, yeah. But before I, I, I say about mine, when you say you use Mark Hamill as a walking stick, do you mean he he, he leant on him or he actually picked him up and put him down <laughs> like a walking stick?
0: No, he's just he was walking and he and his hand was on Mark Hamill's shoulder, sort of just supporting himself, almost where you'd imagine a walking stick on a a walking stick on a, a normal sized person would be. Oh, it, right, was, right. It, really, it really did show how, how tall a person he was.
1: He was very tall and yeah, Mark Hamill's quite small so I, he could easily use him as a walking stick I think <laughs> or but, his famous
0: uh, uh, his famous uh, you know lightsaber walking stick he used to have
1: yeah, yes indeed Now I I've I've seen him over the years you know at conventions you know in his later years but the first time I met him and I did meet him was this this dates things now uh, when Empire strikes back came out there was a sign in at the original forbidden planet cool. in London in Denmark street the very first forbidden planet and it's just a different world now to how yeah. conventions and signings are because when I turned up, I turned up for it. I think it was like 12 o'clock on a Saturday or something like that. And there was about 50 people queuing outside. Back then, that was a massive queue you sure. know, that it went down the road. And you just went in. You didn't have to pay to go into the shop or anything like that. You didn't have to pay for your autograph. Um, you just, uh, I just looked around. I found a couple of uh, the Marvel Star Wars comics, bought them, then took them along, and there was, Peter was there, Anthony Daniels was there, uh, Gary Kurtz was there, I think, Mark Hamill Hamill was there as well, and yeah, you you just had a natter with these people, and uh, and you got your autograph for nothing, you know? Brilliant. Did did, did
0: you meet Mark Hamill?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm such a Mark
0: Hamill fanboy, I've got to hear about meeting young Mark Hamill.
1: It was great because, you know, of course, this is, you know, it's only the second ever Star Wars film. And, you know, of course, eBay hasn't happened or anything like this. So they, they're they signing things for nothing because they... That they, 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 there's no conception that you're going to sell these things on. And there's no pressure that, oh, you're a given like one minute. Yep. Hurry up, because we've got like, like, like you, you know, 2,000 people queuing behind you. So you could t- take your time, have a natter and everything. And, and it was great. And I always remember, uh, I'll have to dig it out. I've got it somewhere. He, um, Mark Hamill, he signed a Marvel comic. And it was one uh, with artwork, of course, by Carmine. Infantino, and uh, I handed it across to him. He said, oh, this is a great one, this one, oh yeah, da-da-da. And he opened it up, and, and the splash page, the first page, was the picture of the Millennium Falcon. Yep. Right? And he signed it, and he put an arrow round to the cockpit, and he went, and I'm just about here and he did this <laughs> and that was great yeah 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 so cool. um and um there was one of the it was the empire Stri- strikes back it was like the commemorative magazine you know yep. it, it, it was like a4 with like card covers and yeah i got peter mayhew to sign chewbacca oh, inside that you know so uh-huh. yeah 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 but yeah that, that things have changed now you wouldn't get that sort of encounter now i don't think and certainly not for nothing
0: no, gosh. I mean, I guess in that day it was, uh, you know, just publicity and just getting connecting mm. with the, the the fans and stuff. But oh, gosh, great great memories, mate. That's cool. Yeah,
1: but but I can't remember ever seeing that advertised in any of in in, in any newspapers or stuff like that. I think I think it it was just a flyer that was in Forbidden Planet that I. I, when i would gone up like a couple of weeks before that I found out about it. These things weren't a big deal back then, you
0: know? Yeah. So, so I don't want to go down too much of a rabbit hole, this, but did you meet Gary Kurtz as well? You mentioned he was there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met Gary Kurtz at that one, and I've met Gary Kurtz while dressed as Grinden
0: as oh, well. nice, nice.
1: And, and, and yeah, I've had two conversations oh. with Gary Kurtz. I, I know some people have, have uh, negative stories when they've met him, but no, he was a charming gentleman uh, each time I met him. Uh, and very interesting to talk to, yeah. Wow. Well, I hope it,
0: I hope we have as much interesting stuff to talk about tonight.
1: Yeah, well, I, I just want to rewind just a second, because you said about, you know, you went to Celebration Anaheim, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's when that trailer was first shown. Oh, yes. Prior to that, I mean, we knew that Disney had, you know, acquired the Lucasfilm uh, uh, entity, and that they were making this new Star Wars film. How did you feel on the lead up to Anaheim and everything, and and what was coming out? Were, were you looking forward to the pre uh, the, the the sequels or or what? Were you keeping an open mind or what? What was your thoughts?
0: Yeah, uh, so so we'd we'd had the teaser trailer um, before then, which looked great, and everything up to that point was looking really positive. Um, the involvement of the original cast was you know incredibly exciting, so. Um, yeah, no, I was excited. I mean, I'm I'm not a huge Disney fanboy, personally. Um, so, when they bought out Lucasfilm, I was a little bit like, mm, okay, and, and George Lucas leaving was, you know, God, hu- hugely problematical. Um, but, no, I, I went in there and, and it was exciting. And I have to say that um, it was definitely a, like a highlight of my fandom going to that convention before The Force Awakens comes out because regardless of how people might perceive the sequel trilogy now, it was so exciting. And when... um I was I was lucky enough to squeeze into that uh, the the main auditorium to watch the, the the big panel. Managed to sit next to Gareth Edwards. I will bring that story up nonstop. But... I knew
1: you was going to say that. <laughs> it's crazy,
0: but like of all the bloody places, stand up. That's where I sat. Like it's in, it's insane. And um and when that trailer dropped, it was like it was like a Tom Jones concert. It was like we were squealing and wonder- I was throwing my, my, my knickers on the stage. It was crazy. And and when you know the bit of the end like cheerie, we're home. Like grown men crying and sobbing, mm-hmm. and people going nuts, and then straight away, uh, I think Kathleen Kennedy was like, "Right, you want to watch it again?" It was like people were like, "Yeah!" <laughs> it was, it was, it was really cool. It was, it was, <clears throat> it was one of those really cool fan events. Emo- I thought that was the first convention I ever went to as well. I, um, oh wow, yeah. So it was went through, went into the deep end, and um, no, it was, it was magical. So yeah, I was really excited um, and super looking forward to the movie, and especially after that trailer, it was yeah,
1: mm. all in. I I guess that excitement and grown men crying and everything, I guess what's comparable to that is when you see the the, the reaction to the episode nine teaser that's just happened with Palpatine's laugh at the end where people are just in shock, (laughs) aren't they?
0: Yeah. I I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to that, but I've got all sorts of... (laughs) That's a whole other podcast, but like, mm.
1: well, yes. I mean, mean, yeah, I mean, this... um, We're talking episode seven today and Mm. um, um, for me, you know... um, I don't know. I mean, at this point where they're going, oh yeah, and and you know, you get stills coming out and everything. I, uh, the pre- the prequels didn't feel like Star Wars to me because you didn't have the original cast in it. Yeah, it was obviously the Star Wars universe, but I just didn't feel it. Right. I had um
0: I had a moment a few weeks ago when I was like, could you imagine a world where instead of the prequels, George Lucas had made the sequels in the late nineties? Mm-hmm. And when, but you had like Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, like twenty years younger, like ah, what a missed opportunity.
1: Yeah yeah it, it's such a shame that it was 30 years uh, yeah. before it came out but yeah you know I, I like force awakens i do yep. out of the two that we've had so far this is by far my favorite um, um it's an enjoyable romp Definitely. um you, you know yeah it's a retread of a new hope but uh, it's not really for us it's it, i think if you didn't have the original cast in it you could almost call it a reboot because the plot is so similar yeah. isn't it you know um but uh no it's it's great to see them back but i did before seeing it even the trailers I've, i've i've been i've been you know um let down by trailers before where you can get your hopes up and then you see the final thing but um i think also before before i actually saw the darn thing we've now had so many films that are you know uh sequels to beloved films from your either your childhood or your earlier years where the actors come back for it, they're older, you know, and it's like, oh boy. And, and, and it, it's like, I've been burnt out by that. There's been too many, yeah. y- you know, Crystal Skulls. There's been too many Roger <sighs> Moore Bond films, you know. Um, there's been too many later diehards. And it's like, no, I want to remember these people in the classic film that I love so much. I don't want to see them being wheeled out for the paycheck, and then yeah. you know whatever you know. So, but I no, no, I I did enjoy it. I, do, I I do like this film.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And 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 I think this the scene we're going to talk about tonight. Not to you know, pre shadow too much, but I think this is my favorite uh, action scene from the Disney sequels so far. I think it's Kraken scene. Mm, mm. Um.
1: The 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 problem I I've picked got it. with. Yeah, <laughs> the problem I've got with Force Awakens and Last Jedi, and I don't know, I don't know if it's going to be true for Episode 9, and I've said this before on this show, is what I, I don't like about these, the, these sequels are the design choices, hmm. right? The designs of the new craft, the designs of the new aliens. They are nowhere near as good as the originals, and this is why I'm more excited about this Mandalorian uh, yep. coming out oh, because it looks you are using the classic aliens you know it looks star wars to me you know this again these new films are in the star wars universe but i, I don't feel it as much because it doesn't feel like that universe yep. of the first three
0: yeah so so not to get into sequel bashing too much but i'm going to indulge for a second but i think the main Uh, My main problem with it is that it's been rushed too much and I don't mean rushed in the sense of how quickly they've come out but how quickly they've rushed to go from to try to move on from the original trilogy into, you know, introduce the new characters into the this new universe where they can just do whatever they want without being beholden to the past. Mm. Um, and, and, and that's a big beef I have is, is the lack of uh, any original aliens. Like, I, and I think they've shot themselves in the foot. Like, mm. gosh, you'd have so much goodwill if you could just throw a couple of Greedos or Hammerheads or, yeah. or gosh, I'll take a Wolfman at this point.
1: So I, yeah. <laughs> um, but I'd, that's what they are doing with The Mandalorian. And I'm glad because, you know, up until this point, up Until we saw that, you know, the footage from The Mandalorian, I've been thinking, well, this is Disney stamping their own thing. No, we're not going to use the old aliens. We're going to use our aliens. These are our aliens. This is the new thing. And yeah. uh, that, that's fine if you've got good ones, but I have yet to see one uh, you know, instant Gosh. classic alien or spaceship in these it's new so Star Wars films, you know? It's
0: it's so true. Like, um, I mean, I, I think back to the, the prequels, and like, the, there was definitely like a few designs in there that I was like, like Sebulba, that is that mm. is an mm. all time great alien design.
1: Like, and his craft as well, yeah. his pod racer is yeah, brilliant. Yeah, there you go. Yes. That's
0: a two for one. So, but yeah, yeah. there's really not too much in the, the sequels, you know? And again, this might be why I like this, this scene so much. It's the Millennium Falcon versus two black TIE fighters. Mm. And some star destroyers on the ground. So, it's <laughs> all right. Well, o- let's T- get
1: into it, shall we? Let's get started. All right. So, let's talk about this scene. Uh,
0: uh, uh, we cannot run them. We might in that
1: quad jumper. We need a pilot. We've got one. You. Uh, uh, what about that ship? That was garbage. Garbage will do. Gunning position is down there. You ever fly this thing? No, this ship hasn't flown in years. Great oh I can do this I can do this i can do this I can do this <laughs> So uh, I thought we would start where um, uh, uh, Ray and Finn and BB-8, they're running through the tents. Yep. Okay, uh, holding hands um, and and being chased by the stormtroopers who then call call in the the air attack. Um, What do you think of this new design of stormtroopers, Wade? (laughs) Nah. No, (laughs) (laughs) it's
0: uh, when I first came out, I was like, "Oh, okay." Like I think some of the variants are okay, like the flamethrower ones and the snow. Like almost, to be honest, almost all the new stormtrooper designs I prefer to the vanilla new stormtrooper. I just, it's it's not mm, it's not cool. I don't like it. No, it's it's less interesting than the OT stormtrooper.
1: Yeah, and and I really miss the old bit when they talk why yeah. aren't they going k- anymore you know that's classic yeah,
0: yeah. oh well, they must have worked on their head mics you know technology's moved on but yeah they're they're fine but like I don't know like when you go to, you see the big conventions you'll see like 20 uh 501st guys dressed up as ot stormtroopers to the one guy doing the the, yep. the sequel trilogy stormtrooper so yeah
1: yep yep i can totally <laughs> agree with that yes yeah they're, and- they're, they're okay but yeah they're, they're not an improvement they're they're, they're not as good it's, it's what we were just saying about design wise, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, it's all right, but it, it's not as good as the original, you know. Yeah. Um, and you can say that about an awful lot in this film yeah. and, and the next one.
0: And that's not just me being like you know grumpy old man. It's just it's on a, on a some visceral level. I look and I go, eh, no, it's not as mm. interesting. On and I know they're going for a sleeker, different thing, like though you know, kind of an iPhone look. I think was referenced early on, like yes, kind of get yeah. a sleek uh, design. But yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I'm, yeah. I'm good.
1: Yeah, I'm all right with it, but it's like, okay, I prefer yeah. the original though. Um, yeah, they hear TIE fighters coming in, don't they? You hear them before you see them, and, yeah. and, and there oh. they are in the sky. Uh, and of course, this is the first time we ever see TIE fighters actually in the atmosphere in a yeah. Star Wars film. Yeah. I do wonder how aerodynamic they are, because you've got a ball, and of course a ball goes through the air, but it doesn't go <laughs> through the air as, uh, as fast as a dart does. I don't know, you know just how uh, aerodynamic a TIE a- fighter actually is.
0: Well, in um, in Rogue One, on uh, the Battle of Scarif, there's some uh, uh, Tie Fighters and that that are specifically designed for uh, atmosphere, atmospheric mm-hmm. uh, flight. So, right. nah, you know who knows, but um, they they do look cool. I mean, they're just the basic Tie Fighter black, um, but they are they're the two seater model that um, Finn and uh, uh, oh, Gosh, Poe po were in earlier. Oh, gosh, they're my my new beloved characters. I love them so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know but so yeah they're there's they're two seater ones so mm. I guess yeah, that, you yeah, don't yeah. you don't really get a sense that they're any that the the ball bit's much different, I guess you only see it from front on really.
1: It is funny as well that in this film, you, you know the things that you do like. You say, "Yeah, it's a Tie Fighter. It's black, but it's an original Tie Fighter." This isn't the Empire, but they're using everything yeah. that looks like the Empire, but it's not the Empire. The, the, you know, the First Order. You know, it's not the Empire. Yes, it is. <laughs> you know, yeah, of seriously. It is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So right, they right. That they open fire. They're starting to, you know, attack this. This. Uh, shantytown type thing and Nema uh, Nema
0: Nima Outpost. Come on, get oh, your get your, get your sequel uh, trilogy trilogy knowledge up to speed, mate. Come All on, All right. Ne-
1: Thanks for that, Wade. And they go through that gateway, which I think was inspired by a Ralph Macquarie painting yep. Yep. or or something. There was a design yeah, for something from the original uh, And there's uh, there's trilogy. writing on it.
0: I remember before um Fairly early on, there was a picture of it, and there was like, um, oh, what's it called? Orobesh? There's like uh, Mm Orobesh writing on there, and it it, it translated to something. I can't remember. At the time, people were trying to figure out what that meant in context of the movie. It meant nothing, but... um
1: yeah, yeah it looks in... cool though. Yeah. That fits in. That fits in fine. Yes, and I ch- I keep trying to do it um, to to actually see because they do run past the Millennium Falcon. It's a blur. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And they do run past. And if you do freeze frame it, you can sort of see just a a, a bit of the awning, can't you? You can't you actually can. see the Falcon.
0: Now they do mm. a good job of hiding it. it. It's it's such a good reveal. It really is. It's it's uh when I remember watching that for the first time in, in in the cinema, and it was the crowd erupted. It was it's it was so well done. It's it's still every time I watch it, I get a little like ooh. Mm,
1: mm, mm. Um, a bit of a contradiction coming up. Um, there are a lot of contradictions and question marks. You know, between seven and then you watch eight, and it's like, well, what's going on at this point? Finn says, we need a pilot, and Ray says, you've got one, right? And earlier, he said to Poe, I need a pilot. Yeah, in episode eight, he is a pilot. He's flying that thing at the end, isn't he?
0: Yeah, and, and he knows lots about ships as well. Like, he, he gives the advice about what to do, you know. He knows all about the performance of TIE fighters and how you fly yeah. low, so we, you know, their they, scanners can't track you or something, so... And he's yeah. just
1: about to use the Falcon's uh, gun as well, yeah. but he was a janitor, wasn't he on... on, oh, uh, on... That,
0: uh, that bugs me so much, that generator thing. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's not get into that, but yeah. All sure.
1: right, okay. Let, 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 let's stay on target, as they say. Um, and uh, Ray says they might be able to outrun them in that quad jumper. Yeah. I like I, I I like. that term, quad jumper. Yeah. And it's a nice name, and you see it briefly. It's a quad jumper because it's got four whacking great big engines on the yeah. um, um, back. I like that design from what we see of it. Yeah. And... Uh,
0: The explosion when it goes up, uh,
1: I've got to give props to that. That is a great explosion. It's,
0: man... That was
1: a real explosion. They actually detonated that, yes. You can tell, you can tell. Yeah, I I think Daisy Ridley's (laughs) reaction to it is genuine. (laughs) I I don't think that's acting, yes. But just before that, he says, what about that one? And he points off to his right, doesn't he? And she goes, oh, that's garbage. And that's when the quad blows up. And she goes, reacts, the garbage will do. And we get a pan and the reveal to the Millennium Falcon. And like you say, um, when I first saw that, it's happening now. Um, The hairs on my arms... Stood yeah. up just yeah. thinking about it now, and I did. I, I did a Chris Irons, I I, I choked up a bit. <laughs> you got gooses, yeah, because there, I wasn't expecting them to see that, you know, yeah. even though it's like, what about that? Oh, it's garbage. You're so in the moment, you're not thinking, oh, they're going to get the Millennium Falcon in a minute. Yeah. Um, and it pans round, and there it is, and there's the music, and it's happening, it's bloody well happening. All my yeah. all the arms, all the hairs on my arms are standing up. Um, I've said before, you know, that. Uh, I consider the, Millenn- the Millennium Falcon to be a character in Star Wars. It totally oh, definitely. is,
0: definitely. And then and that exactly. I was going to say this is one of the best character reveals, you know, in 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 Star Wars. It's it's so great. It's like you know, here she is.
1: Yep, Yeah. This this moment here, where you see the Millennium Falcon for the first time, and I think the end where where Luke turns round. They're the, my two favourite moments. Oh. Um, oh, and there's the whole lightsaber thing where you know Kylo Ren calls the lightsaber to him, and it goes yeah. across to Ray, and the music all starts up, yeah, and she oh, yeah. lights it. Yeah. My arm, my arm my, is happening to my arms again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit That's emotional fine. this morning. I don't know why. Maybe it's the Peter <laughs> Mayhew thing. Um, oh, wow. So yeah, they they run off towards it. Um, there it is. It's covered in all these blankets and coverings and stuff. The ramp's down. I don't know why the ramp's down because like anybody could go in there and nick stuff because <laughs> you. True. You've already seen that this is like a planet of scavengers. I, I, I guess the, the the idea is that uh, a lot of the people on this planet, they're just there because it was the site of a battle. You've got a lot of uh, uh, debris has crashed, like the star destroys the X-Wings and stuff like that, and they're there. To, to 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 buy and sell junk, aren't they? Yeah. So so why has the Millennium Falcon got its ramp open? <laughs> well, I'll
0: tell you another thing. So she says it hasn't flown in ages, right? So it yeah. isn't being used. Why hasn't it been scavenged?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's well, what I'm saying. I mean, that's, that's that that's Tie ridiculous. Fighter. That yeah, that Tie Fighter was shortly going to see that crashes immediately. There's people running up to it. There's that woman runs oh, up to like that the, is so the, funny the that canopy. scene.
0: That yeah. woman so nearly gets killed by a giant chunk she, of machinery. She, she obviously does. can't see the <laughs> the CG thing that goes past her. It, <laughs> it's so close to her and she's so casually oblivious to it.
1: Yeah. Now, just before they get to it, I only noticed while I was watching it and making notes uh, for, for for this recording. Um, when you see BB-8. Going along. and That was in the trailer, wasn't it? When you very first, yeah. first time you ever saw BB. When he goes along in the background, the quad jumper's there. Mm. The actual oh. quad jumper.
0: I just saw that when I was, I was just going through it. I was like, yep, yeah, that's a bit of a blooper. Or it could yeah. be another quad jumper. Uh, another yeah. one.
1: Yeah, because I, I, I was doing, uh, looking into the background of this scene and, and it doesn't really come across in the film, but originally that's meant to be a used spaceship yard. Right. it's a, instead of being a junk car yard, a junk car lot, it's a junk spaceship lot, you see. Okay. But there's barely anything there in this yeah. wide open expanse, you know. So that that doesn't come across too well.
0: I think they they really kind of missed a a trick by differentiating this place from uh, Tatooine by um so having this outpost sort of out on its own in the desert and it just feels like Tatooine. It really mm-hmm. does. Like instead yeah. of um I don't know, sort of doubling down on the whole um uh, you know, crash you know, capital ships on the planet and, and having it almost set almost in amongst the debris. Mm. Uh, yeah. I think that would've that would have been far more effective and, and and made it a bit more um uh distinctive than rather than just or, being another desert planet.
1: Or you see that they are you know, like not far, far from here on the River Medway, there's a place called Chatham. And during uh, the reign of Elizabeth I, Chatham developed as a town because people would just arrive. They would take timbers from the ships, the rotten hulks in the estuary, and build houses out of the rotten, rotten timbers. It would be really good. We've already seen Ray living inside a yep. walker, a crash yep. walker, to actually just see buildings that are, you, you know, an upended walker's head you know yeah. um, um as a house and stuff like this you know
0: yeah, that what, would have been did, quite what, neat why is this outpost so temporary looking like why is it all tents and stuff
1: like yeah it it does look temporary doesn't it yeah. Mm. yeah anyway anyway yeah they they get on board um here we go We're... The difference between episode 7 and episode 8. Episode 7, there are all these questions which were raised by JJ Abrahams because, of course, he, he he's, he's a genius at that. He did it with Lost. <laughs> he where, loves, where, that, he where,
0: loves asking questions, leaving loves, questions.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he leaves puzzle boxes. So yeah. so here we go. How come she knows where the gunner's position is? How come she knows how to fly the Millennium in Falcon? How come she, later on she knows how to talk to Chewbacca? She understands Chewbacca. How come she understands BB 8? You, you had all these questions. Eric everybody how,
0: how come the millennium falcon is here and that we get we we find out <laughs> we literally got- later like you know I went to this guy to this gang to this gang whatever i don't mean that i mean why is this ship on the same planet that that she is, mm-hmm. and like, and that's that's such a. We're two movies in, and I just think it's going to be left by the wayside as like a. Oh
1: no, I don't think so. I think I I really do think from from that that footage, you know, that we've seen in the trailer, you oh, know, the ship, I,
0: the the ship that that ties into her force yeah, vision. Yeah, I, I hope I, I hope so. I'll be d- I'll be dirty if it isn't.
1: I love the J.W. Rinsler books, you know, on the making yeah. of Star Wars, making of Empire Strikes Return of the Jedi, and he was going to do one about this, wasn't he, about mm-hmm. The Force Awakens, and then it was cancelled.
0: Yeah. Now,
1: I'm sure, I mean, we, we we know little snippets of information, I'm sure there's a big story about disagreements and walkouts and stuff like that, and, and, and we've seen, haven't we, that J.J. J. Abrams, he wrote this one, and he had plot outlines for Episode 8 and 9, because originally he was going to do them all, wasn't he, and then... For whatever reason he left, Ryan Johnson comes in and uh, does his version, and that's the problem I've got with episode eight. Is for what one year, two year, we're like got all these questions. What's going to happen? Can't wait to find the answers. And he went, that's too obvious to answer those questions. I'm going to do something different. So that's yeah. why you get you know Luke tossing away the lightsaber, Kylo saying to Rey, your parents were nothing. And, and he said, well, that, was, that that's what people expected. That's too obvious. And it's like, how arrogant to actually yeah. decide that. We want these answers answered. You know, that's not, that, that, that's not fair. That's not playing the game. You know, what is wrong with giving people what they want? And I think a lot of the uh, problem that people had with episode eight is this feeling of disappointment that either you didn't get the answer or the answer you did get isn't the one that you wanted or was expecting.
0: Yeah. Like you you, or, say well, mate. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I, I, I probably like uh, Last Jedi more than a lot of people. Like, I, I, actually, I actually like the movie, I like my, I have lots of problems with it, and a lot of the same problems, but I do enjoy lots of it. But uh, it's just so clumsy and heavy handed with the whole like, let go of the past, like telling us, mm. all of us our, yep. OT fans, like, move on, move on. It's like, well, yeah. You've just you've, you've you've killed Luke Skywalker for God's sake! Like yeah. I need a bit more context than like just this one movie that doesn't really put it into enough context. I mean, the, the the fall of Luke Skywalker. Sorry, gosh, another tangent, but like you know, the whole Luke after Jedi becoming a Jedi Master and then the, his downfall and and exile. That is a trilogy. That's mm. uh, that's not that shouldn't be a a a, a a a like a backflash or something. But that's yeah. a whole bloody trilogy in itself. Like it's they haven't given enough a. Uh, Uh, That that should be the main core
1: of the story, shouldn't it? 100%. 100%. You can't end it. And this is what I'm saying. In what we've seen of the trailer, in this teaser trailer, I've got a feeling that old JJ has stuck two fingers up to Ryan. And I reckon he's undone a lot of it. I I, I predict that we're going to find out that uh, Kylo Ren was just uh, lying to Ray to say when your parents were nobody. Well, if they're
0: nobodies, they're nobodies who had a ship. Like, yes. How how could, how could these drunkards own a spaceship? Like
1: yeah uh, yeah and fly off. No, I yeah. I think a lot of 8 is going to be undone in 9. I mean the, the the Luke's lightsaber was was smashed. Here it is. It's been repaired, you know? It's yeah. like it, it, he's it's almost like ignore 8. This, 9 yeah. is the sequel to 7. I think it we're going to see. Um uh, mm. All right. So anyway, let's get back on back on target. <laughs> right. Yeah, the gunner's position is down there. And now Matt and I talked about this in episode 100 of this show when we did yeah. the uh, Falcon's escape from the Death Star. This this whole gravity thing. There, there there seems to be separate gravity wells because you go down a ladder and then you're sat in a chair which is facing completely down at the ground, but it's that's that's upright for you. If you see what I mean. I've this. always had
0: I've always had sort of a problem looking at the Millennium Falcon. I think there's room enough for people to walk around in there, let alone room for people to walk around and then go downstairs and and still yes. be inside of it. it. It's never made dimensional sense to me quite.
1: It never has done. I mean, yes, the interior, uh, um, the, the interior sets never match the exterior, and that's why you know when they've uh, produced model kits of the Millennium Falcon, um, you can't, you can't, you physically, can't, you can never get a Millennium Falcon model where you can take like the lid off, and yeah. everything you see in the films is in there because yeah. proportionally it doesn't work. Hmm. All right. So, so where were we? Yeah, false gravity. Yeah, it takes off. Uh, um, um, she, she, she manages to get it to take off it sort of tips to one side the tarpaulins all fall off uh, it cra- cra- crashes into the ground whatever the Millennium Falcon's made out of that's bloody strong stuff because it, it's been dragged along the ground and they don't get a <laughs> hole puncture, do they?
0: No, and, and also I've got to say that, that whatever it uses as a, as, a, as a starter battery is pretty good as well because it hasn't been flown in how well, many it, years? In it years. Just, she flip, You know, does a few switches and bing, bang, boom, we're off.
1: Yeah, when I get in my car after we've been away on holiday <laughs> for a week, I'm, I've got my fingers crossed when I turn the yeah. ignition on. Definitely, yeah, yeah. As as I said, I don't like the designs in 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 the new films. The the worst one up until episode eight, and we had that Canto Bite scene. The worst alien design for me is this Uncle Uncle play. Uh, yeah, it's dreadful. Absolutely dreadful. Why they got Simon Pegg to do it? Because None of Simon Pegg's personality or what he can do with a character comes across. For him to come out with his rubbery face and his rubbery arms and go, "That's mine!" Yeah. Awful, awful, awful. It, it,
0: it looked, uh, it, it looked okay, I guess, when he was behind the desk. But when he runs out, yeah, it looks, it just looks really bad. He's actually got really big hooters as well. I really noticed the first time I was watching. It's like, wow, bang. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um, what you were saying earlier, you know, Finn is meant to be a janitor, but he's saying about stay low. It confuses their tracking. You know, he, yeah. he, he does know about Tie Fighters, and um, and and off it goes. We're, we're, here we go. We have the, uh, the the flight sequence. I love the great upside down shot. Okay um uh where, where where it goes up and down that was in the teaser trailer wasn't yeah, it where yeah. we just saw them lenin falcon and it all yeah. went up and down it was like i almost being on a roller coaster wasn't it and uh, i can remember watching that on tv and just getting like a bit of vertigo and a bit of uh tummy flip on that no, that,
0: that that's that's a perfect description the the roller coaster and the vertigo cuz watching it you have such a sense of the momentum and the way it twists around and it's 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 yeah it's it's really really like so, this shows the potential of the sequel trilogy. So, so showing, um, you know, stuff that's familiar to us, like Top Fighters and Millennium Falcon, but being shown in a new way, like in the atmosphere, uh, broadly lit, and, yeah, performing, uh, you know, maneuvers that we've never seen before with the camera twisting, the virtual camera twisting in a way we've never seen before. And it's it's uh, it all looks great and clear, and it has a sense of, a real physical sense of movement. It's, uh, yeah,
1: no, it's, I love it. Yeah, I mean it's classic Millennium Falcon, and again, how come? Not only can how, how can Ray, you know, make it take off, but she can fly as good as Han Solo without a co-pilot. She's doing all these things that we've seen in the asteroid scene, hasn't she? You know, my only criticism for this upside down shot. I mean, I'm sure I'll I have to go back and and have a look at that teaser trailer. I'm sure it went on a bit longer in the teaser trailer because it comes out of that upside down bit if it gone on I'd mm. like it to have gone on for a few seconds more just to scoop right down to the surface of the sand yep. and then up you know like when the Millennium Falcon does it on the asteroid scene and it comes down real low and then back up again yeah, yeah. Um, but no a terrific moment that bit Definitely. and we get yeah and we get a chase all amongst the, the dunes and uh, I do like the fact that they've kept the original graphics for the uh, the gunner uh heads oh, up yeah. display thing yeah. yeah you know i mean they they were like uh um uh, cell animation you know back then when yep. they did it in the 70s here obviously this is like cgi yep. uh but 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 they copied it precisely you know
0: that oh, looks great it's like it's uh it's such a an immediate callback and also just just being back in the uh the, the falcon gun as well like, we didn't see that at all after uh a new hope like no 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 I think I think they might have shot something for Return of the Jedi. I know they had there was some like some deleted scenes or not a scene maybe just some yeah. There's stills of,
1: like, of the guy with yeah, the beard in the gunner yeah, position. Yeah, so they yeah. might they might have done that, um, but that
0: was never you know never shown. But yeah, no, it's it's such a, a callback to you know the again like like beat for beat. Like there's so much of this is A New Hope and so much of, of Last Jedi is Empire as well. Like it's mm. it's ridiculous. Like. <laughs> yeah. like you know but, at the end like you know it's not a snow planet it's just a planet covered in white stuff with adats on it it's not a snow planet
1: yeah and i hate that line it's salt <laughs> 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 to, to, to tell you that it's not snow it's like oh, did, did you day.
0: know that's uh that's gareth edwards in that scene i actually sat next to him at the uh celebration
1: yeah. <laughs> oh don't bring that up again <laughs> all right okay uh, so, take, uh, a, that-
0: take a drink if you're playing the wade burden drinking game at home
1: Yes indeed, yes. Um, um, Finn says we need cover, and that's when they go in, in amongst all the wrecks, like we yeah. said, it would be nice if that shanty town had been amongst the wrecks or near the wrecks, yeah uh, yeah. give a bit um, more character. Yeah, and that's when the TIE fighter gets uh, gets shot down, and yeah, that la- lady nearly gets squashed.
0: That's so funny. She's they're just running along, and, and you know she's obviously there's obviously nothing there. You know, it's just a mm. CG thing added later, and she's so casual. This giant slab of metal barely misses her, and she's just she's just like going Yahoo! I found some metal. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And it's only like the canopy, it's the top canopy, isn't it, of the, uh, um, yeah. of the TIE fighter. Yeah. And that's when the, uh, the gun gets disabled and it all goes droopy. Yeah. Um, I guess for dramatic effect, you know, he says, well, well you, you know, we've got to lose them. Um, that's more dramatic than, than Finn just going up the ladder and up the next ladder and getting into the top gun position. <laughs> uh, I
0: hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, why, why didn't you mention that to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Maybe, he maybe, maybe, maybe that one, was one broken. Maybe yeah, that one maybe. was broken. Maybe. And, and she says, get ready. And uh, this is the my, my favorite bit after the the reveal, is the flight into the Star Destroyer. Oh, yeah. This is Return of the Jedi now. You and I have yep. talked about, you know, the, the, the flight through the Death Star 2. 100%. Uh, and, and this is... I, I was practically waiting for the radar dish to get smashed off again.
0: <laughs> I, wish, I wish I wish took that shitty new uh, new radar dish off and put it on the old one.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: it, so So, I mean, previous to this was almost a homage to the asteroid scene. Uh, I feel like the way the the, the the fighters are chasing the Falcon then yeah once they go inside the Star Destroyer that's pure Jedi Death Star too.
1: yeah I love that new shot we've never seen the Millennium Falcon do this but before she flies in through the engines it comes up towards the camera and almost does a skid it turns yep. round doesn't it on yep. the spot and yep. then goes back in you know yeah. and, t- terrific I don't know that's if well you cool. could have done that with, with real models on a motion control I don't know if that would have been possible to do something as you know as quick and as, uh, yeah, 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 you know, uh, as neat as that a turn. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's something you could only do with CGI, but that's terrific as well. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so there, there we go. We're off, we're down, we're in, as I say, Return of the Jedi mode, uh, flying through the things. You also got the the shots back to the TIE Fighter pilot. Yeah. Um, did
0: you notice? I noticed just watching this tonight, and that, that's one of the real, like, the real pleasures of doing this podcast with you is like taking a real deep look back at something. I, I might have watched it a bunch of times, but actually sitting down and paying attention and seeing the, the, there's a couple of different shots of the um, the tie pilots, and there's one who's got uh they're both, and they both and I think they're they're really cool design. I really like the new those tie uh, pilot designs. They're a bit like the death troopers from Rogue One, mm-hmm. uh, the skinnier helmet, and one's got like a um, like the two red stripes on the face, and yep. an, and another one. Well, I thought it was a pilot, but another one's got just a plain black helmet. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I thought maybe they're a bit more like. You know the rebel pilots who who differentiate, um, you know, with their individual, but like that doesn't really fit into the first first order, you know, thinking. And then there's the scene when they get shot, and they show the guy with the the, the black mask. And then I realized, oh, that's right. These that's the gunner. That, yes. That that yeah. isn't the pilot. It's a two. that's and that's when I remember. Oh, that's right. there's two. That's a two seater tie. That's the gunner who's sitting back there, kind of bored half the time. As I finally get to do something.
1: <laughs> so the pilot has the red stripes, yeah. and the gunner doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, it's nifty, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Just a really cool little attention and detail to to make them look different.
1: Yeah. And uh, so there they go. They go through all all the girder work and all the uh, crush bits and everything and uh, and then do a hard right, don't they, out of the uh out of the ship and and off and up into the sky and I adore the free fall shot now oh, yeah. where, where where she pulls back on the levers and the whole ship falls over and starts falling upside down back towards yeah. the ground so gun, um, Finn can get a shot with the gun, which has come back on again.
0: It's such a, like a you know, that that sense of physicality. So we're watching, you know, a bunch of pixels, but it feels real and physical, which is mm. the ideal with, with this kind of thing.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Terrific moment. Terrific, and and of course that's how he gets rid of that last Tie Fighter. So uh, they swoop down, uh, up, and they're out, and they're off into space. And they, it's a pretty that,
0: that, good. It's a pretty. It's a pretty good. Uh, pretty good smash as well when that second Tie Fighter when he when he smashes in as well. Like
1: oh yeah but, that, yeah yeah you feel it don't you.
0: But I was watching. I was like, you know what? It's not as good as Subulba as Subulba's uh, pod racer. That to me, that is the gold standard of big, heavy things smashing into the ground. That is yeah. fantastic. That's not, not as good.
1: Well, that was because you know Subulba's pod racer. That was an actual uh, um, pod racer that yeah. they had on a track. And and the, yeah, the track came to a, a stop and hit a concrete block. So you know that was a physical thing. I think I think yeah. I, I mean, as good as CGI is now, there's just something inherently yeah. realistic about real, isn't there? Yeah. You know, you can tell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and that's it. They 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 leave. They go off uh, into space. And I, I, can I just say, I adore. The, the sound effect of the Millennium Falcon oh, yeah. as as it fl- flies past right to left and you've got that roar it's the sa- it's the same noise when it takes off from Hoth and yeah. and Luke's there and watches it go past isn't it it's exactly the same
0: I mean for all intents and purposes it looks like to, it looks like it's leaving Tatooine mm. <laughs> like yep. that whole sh- you look at the planet in the background it's like okay sure that's somewhere different I guess mm.
1: Mm. <laughs> if- now this is. You know, practically all CGI, this sequence that we're talking about. So when you get into behind the scenes, there ain't a lot to talk about. <laughs> you know,
0: well, it- I was going to say, mate, like, um, like you know, I really enjoy, like, you know, when, when we do these podcasts, I get to go have a bit of a deep dive. And and with the Star Wars, my, my go-tos are the Rinzler books. Yes. And uh, the commentaries on the Blu-rays. And mm-hmm. uh, nothing, no, not one of those resources were available for this scene.
1: No, no. And, and that's the problem. All, all I've got um, is the fact that, yeah, from the art of The Force Awakens, is that, yeah, that was actually meant to be a scrapyard that the Millennium Falcon was in. Um, and the other bit, and I saw this on one of the making-ofs on the Blu-ray, is um, on set in Abu Dhabi, D- um, the only bit of the Millennium Falcon that was actually physically there was the ramp... Right. And and one of those round bits, you know, the round bit just above the ramp, okay. on the side of the Millennium Falcon. That was it, and everything else is all CGI. Watching it back, you would you would swear they had actually built one yep. on 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 there. I mean, that is a flawless recreation of the Millennium Falcon.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, that's not that's no longer definitely like making something look like it's really there is definitely no longer the the challenge. It's it's. Uh, you know you, you you watch it you do not question it at all
1: yeah it's it's incredible because i was watching that documentary and they were showing you uh daisy ridley on her speeder uh, craft thing mm-hmm. and and it was actually like built on like a, a, a quad bike it had four wheels yep. it was actually there and then she drove past and and then with cgi they took that away and put in the sand and the dust and everything but you yeah. would swear that that was real, you know, yep. but yeah, yeah. That, that 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 that's so good at that now,
0: <laughs> mate. When I was little, I swore like the Jabba's palace, the matte painting was real. Like, oh, really? I, I watch it now. I was like, man, <laughs> that's a matte painting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all
1: right, well, but that's it. I mean, I, yep. I'm afraid that's all I've got on uh, behind the scenes. It's the Millennium Falcon done in CGI. Um, I mean,
0: I, I mean, I did. I, to be honest, I, I was feeling a bit bad. Like, i have just. Just a bit busy these days with um you know a sixteen month old toddler running around going crazy, and didn't really have a chance to do as much research on this as I did. So when I jumped in tonight, I got a quick half hour before we we're going to record, and I was like, oh, there's actually nothing.
1: There's nothing. <laughs> but I was like, this well, is. Weird. I think this, this is. We've had it before on this show when we talk about a CGI. We we had it to some degree with when you and I last spoke about monsters. Yeah. Didn't we? I mean, the, the monsters were CJ. At least then we could talk about the inspiration for the design of the aliens that we see yep. in that film. But here, it's the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> I mean, it's such, uh, a pity that Disney,
0: such a pity that Disney have clammed up so much with the, um, the those making of books. Like, uh, mm. they're, they're, they're such a... You know, they're the gold standard of, 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 of information. There, so. there
1: does seem to be an embargo on just... You know, the behind the scenes stuff, you know, I don't know if the full story will ever come out one day. I mean, we get we get glimpses of it. You know, you have Mark Hamill pissed off at a a panel saying about I don't agree with what they're doing with um, Luke Skywalker. And then two months later, he's he's obviously had his knuckles wrapped and he's all apologetic. (laughs) Oh, I didn't really mean it. You know, there is stuff going on there. There are shenanigans going yep. on in there i mean i don't mind as long as you know we get a, an entertaining uh film out of it and and yep. that's the yeah, hope I, for I, episode nine
0: absolutely well you know fingers crossed uh, I've, i you know i do feel like the sequel trilogy in general hasn't quite hit the mark and i think that's that's clear to everyone. Like, and 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 it's that like you're saying. Like, you know, uh, Abrams was going to do all three, and then they passed it off, and there was never a clear vision going through. No. And it's like that's insane. This is like the biggest st- movie trilogy in the world, and you're kind of making it up as you go. Like,
1: that's why what I'm the- very surprised. That's why I'm surprised that this is a retread of. Uh, a new hope, and it's like, but you're Disney with all the talent you've got, with all the money you've got. Are you that scared of failure because of you know the 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 reputation of the prequels that when you come to do another another one that you ha- have mm. to take the safe option and just you? Know, and I, I was very surprised that they did that. Definitely,
0: definitely. Mm. Mm. Anyway.
1: All right. But all in okay. all, I've got to
0: say this is—it it is a really, really cool scene, and it shows. Like, for me, the, the, this is like when I was the new uh, trilogy was coming out. This is what I was hoping for. Like, mm. you know, this kind of standard of of of, of uh, you know, uh, effect that looks something I haven't seen before, but that still has got some of my favorite you know aspects of of, of Star Wars in there, and um, yeah, you know, shows the potential of new Star Wars done.
1: going on into the future. Well, hopefully, you know it can be done. They can show it can be done. Hopefully, it will be done uh, come Christmas. So let's wait and see. Um, before I, I, I leave you, Wade, we need a vote out of ten on this uh, sequence, the whole sequence. Hmm.
0: As as an actual sequence, I'm going to I'm going to go quite easy, a, a nine out of ten, because I, I I like I like everything about it. I like how it's introduced. I like how it's paced how it's designed it's it's clear t- you know when you watch it it's not like one of these horrible transformers fight scenes where you don't you're watching a bunch of computer graphics fight each other and you don't know what's going on like it uh, it is slightly comical that the first order flung all of their resources which amounted to two tie fighters like i don't know what, but <laughs> but it actually does work out in favor of the scene it's very clear and easy to follow and um maybe that's gosh that, that sounds like such an old man comment but um uh, yeah look I, I I really enjoyed it and when I was watching it today, I was like man this is this is great. I was getting genuinely excited watching it again and yeah, nine out of yeah. ten.
1: All right well i I normally with everything we've been talking about, i'd give it an eight, but because it's the Millennium Falcon, and because of the hairs going up on my arms, just thinking about it i've got the gooses the goosies. Yeah, the, the gooses because of the gooses i've got to give it an an another point so I, I'm joining nice. you in the nine, okay, so nine That's out of ten it gets all right. There we go. All right. Excellent. Well, thanks for today, Wade. My pleasure, Matt. Yeah. May the fourth be with you. Well, it's not yes. with you for much longer. It's only with you for what? Another um, few hours. And then you're going to be in yes. May the fifth.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't, that, isn't that supposed to be the, like the Revenge of the Sith day or something? I don't know. Some uh, internet thing. Know.
1: I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do today. I might go up at our, our local toy shop. Uh, I know a, a few of the guys from the 50, 501st are up there. I think we've got like three stormtroopers up there for the May the 4th day. So I might pop up there this afternoon and just uh, go and see what's happening.
0: Just just, just, just side topic, like... When was when was the joke May the 4th like was that everything you can remember back in the no, old days or no, like is that just an no. internet thing like I think that's
1: it might have been you know in in you know the old uh, Star Wars Star Wars fan club days and stuff like that but no that's a social media thing now yeah. I mean you can't move today you must be the same you can't move on on social media for people wishing you may the 4th be with you seriously like i always i kept my star wars the level of my star wars fandom under
0: wraps from my friends and work colleagues for a long long time but when i went to uh, anaheim you know, they were like, wow, you went to America for a Star Wars convention. And then it was, you know, I was like, yes. So, so, God bless you all. I love you all. I know none of you are listening, but oh my God, all my, <laughs> my colleagues who are always wishing me like like anything that's Star Wars in the news. Like, have you heard this? Like, yes, yes, I have. Yes. Like,
1: like, <laughs> like, like six I, months ago. <laughs>
0: I, I appreciate it, but it's like, man, I, this is kind of why I kept it under wraps for a long time.
1: Yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, thank, th- thanks again, Wade. my pleasure uh, we'll have you back soon you and I have got to talk about a new subject we'll have to discuss that uh, Mm. sometime soon alright good stuff All alright thank you everybody out there thank you Wade and yes may the 4th be with you all